Aachi Media Bars over beef 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 What's up? What's up? Welcome to Aachi Media. This is Conversions with Denzel Washington. I call him Denzel. They like to call him Denzel, right? So, man, I'm one of the hosts, your boy Vail. Definitely got my sister Tarika and Mr. Rip. We definitely in the building. So I want to introduce them again. I'm Vail and Tarika. What's happening, sis? Hey, y'all. What's going on? Happy Monday. Uh, everything's good over here on my end. Hope everybody's having a good night so far. Uh, yeah, welcome to Conversions. Um, how you feeling, Rip? I am feeling great. I'm feeling great. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to Bars Over Beef Conversions um, on this wonderful Monday night with the homie Denzel Washington. What's going on, boss? Man, everybody's good tonight. I'm feeling great. What's going on, y'all? How y'all feeling? Good to see, talk to y'all again. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Brother, brother, brother. You finally in the building with us. We definitely met up with you in Atlanta, August 28th for Bars of a Beef Live. I want to say welcome to Conversions, man. Your first time here. How you doing tonight, Denzel, brother? Oh, I'm best, man. I can't complain. Yeah, that's dope, man. Again, welcome to the spot. You know your sister Tariqa's in here. We definitely going to jump it off with her, Tariqa, if you're ready. Let's go ahead and get into the interview with Denzel. Man, let's get it cracking. All right. So first thing first, I want you to tell us where you're from. Um... Maybe how old you are. I see we got some ladies in the building. And, um, you know, just a little bit about, you know, what you do and your inspiration. Let's start there. Um, I'm Denzel. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, artist, songwriter, poet. Um, I started uh, music. My inspiration really came from uh, just uh, not really fitting in um, with family and friends. And uh, 2017 really... I guess I found my um, talent um, during that time. So ever since then, I feel like music has always been, even in high school and even when I was younger, I feel like music has always been my safe space. Um, and I've always felt like I've had a good ear for music um, listening to other artists. So when 2017 came around and I was going through what I was going through, um, I started to write and I was like, you know what? Since I got such a good ear of music, um, let me try to apply that to myself and let me try it. Um, so as I feel like that's been my inspiration, really, um, just to, I didn't really have a voice growing up on how I felt because I was taught to, you know, hold my feelings in and everything. So being in that booth is like my safe space so I can be my authentic self. Okay. I like that. I like that. So I guess my next question would be, since you talk about being in the booth and creating and that being your passion and, you know, the, just, just like your getaway, 
Like, what is your favorite time of the day to create music? Like, do you make music at night? Do you kind of do it at any time of the day whenever you just feel like it? Or, like, do you see yourself, like, making music in the morning? Like, when do you like to create your music and do your art? Um, I really like to do it at night. Um, But I can do it during the day also. But if I had to pick, you know, I'd much rather do it at night because I feel like it's less stuff going on at night than it is during the day. So it's not a lot of distractions. And as much as my mind be going on during the day, you know, it just give me that time at night to just kind of hone in what I've been feeling all day to write. So I say nighttime would probably be my best time to write my music. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I guess I have one more question before I pass it on uh, that I really just want to know, you know, um, as it relates to music and creating and all of those good things. Um, how, how, how important is it for your music uh, to influence others? Like who, who are you, who, who do you want to, to, to feel, you know, feel your vibe where you're coming from? Like, like, what, what what is your target of people? Is it for everyone? Is it for people that have been through some things? Like who 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 do you create for? Is what I want to know. Um, that's a great question, uh, sis. Um, I honestly feel like uh, going into writing music, um, it was more so just a thing for me to express how I feel and to get people to um, get to know me a little bit more. But if I had to pick a specific type of audience um i would definitely say it's for people that's you know going through things and may not have that uh, vulnerability stage in their life yet to talk about it and i want to be that voice for them to let them know you know if you're not going through exactly what i'm going through but maybe you can relate and if you can know that you know i'm going through some things and you know i want to help you get through what you're going through um and just be that voice for somebody you know to keep them going you know, keep them um, pushing forward because um, everything in our life that we go through, yeah, it may suck, but it's always a lesson in it and it just makes us stronger at the end of the day. Wow. Well, I appreciate that. It sounds like your music is for anyone that just, you know, has that has that kind of soul that, that wants to grow and they want to hear a testimony and a story. That's what it sounds like to me. So I appreciate you for that. Thank you so much for uh, joining us tonight. And um, I'm going to pass the mic back over to Vel. And once again, y'all, welcome to Conversions with Denzel. Right on, right on, sis. You conducted yourself amazingly. Denz, man, hey, loosen up, brother. You're here with your family, man. Definitely get into the interview. I'm going to go ahead and go with Rick because normally I start off, but I love for sis to start because she kind of just get into the vulnerability of the whole thing of your start and where you at now. So we can kind of move on that. Rick, you ready to get something in, bro? Yeah, man, I got a couple questions for my homie Denzel, man. Um, first of all, Denzel, man, I appreciate you for coming in our space, man, spending time hanging out. Uh, thank you for coming out to the ATL live show here in Atlanta uh, that recently passed in August, man. It was definitely a, an explosion of um, performers, and, and you were definitely one of those guys, man, one of those performers that, that lit it up, man. But going back to, um, you, you know, your influences, um who would be some of your top three influences in music uh, that really inspire you, you know, growing up, uh, people that stood out to you, artists that stood out to you, you know, talented individuals that that, that stood out to you, um, that you look up to, um, that inspire you to write and do music the way you do music? Who would be, you know, three people that stood out to you? 
um, before I answer that, I want to say thank y'all for the opportunity. Uh, that was uh, definitely an experience, uh, and it taught me a lot about myself. Um, and I just want to appreciate y'all for letting me be there and being a part of, um, you know, the first live show. Um, it was definitely a blessing. Um, but my def my three inspirations as far as music goes, um, number one, um, I think the first artist that I started listening to that got me into writing music the way I write it was Notorious B.I.G. Um, and I want to say a little bit of Tupac, too. Um, I was I was born in 93. Um, I'm 29. So I didn't get a full taste of like their, um, I guess, peak years. Um, but um, I just felt like they made just a huge impact to just, you know, telling their story and, you know, um, being able to um, relate things that they've gone through and make it relatable to the whole world. Um, and I felt like that was just powerful, you know what I'm saying, in itself. Um, and then the last person I would say inspirational-wise would be this artist from uh, Philadelphia. Um, his name is Core K-U-R. Um, I started listening to him in 2016. Um, and uh, as far as music that I was listening to during that time, he was like one of the first artists that not necessarily everything that he was talking about I could relate to, but because of his vulnerability and his transparency and his lyrics um, resonated with me. And it was like, you know, we don't hear a lot of artists being transparent with what they go through. Um, so I feel like if he could do it and make an impact on me, I feel like I could translate that and, you know, be transparent with myself and do my music and maybe it'll touch somebody else. So just trying to pay it forward with my music. So that's those are three notorious big tupac and core yeah that was a good answer man great great answers um all all people that you know move the culture you know what i'm saying so yeah those are great great people to look up to man um another question i have man denzel is um you know when you're creating your music are you the type of uh creator where you know you can create music around a crowd of people or you know like if you go to the studio it's the studio is full of people you know what i'm saying it's, you got females there you got your homeboys you got your family you know what i'm saying you got a whole lot of people in the studio how does that how does that resonate with your creativity does that limit your abilities to create when you're around a lot of people or does it make it does it make you more creative when you're around a lot of people does it do the opposite um me typically um i would have to say probably by myself um but you know sometimes i have been um you know actually here recently i've gone out to like you know little parties or get-togethers or little networking events and um i'll get inspired to start writing um because i like to you know observe people and um, see how it can relate to me in regards to being in that atmosphere. Um, and then, you know, there's been times where, um, like I said in the beginning, you know, being around friends and um, in my past, you know, I feel like I couldn't be myself. So I would be, you know, out to the side or to myself. And I would start to write um, to make myself comfortable in the environment. Um, so, but most of the time it's genuinely by myself. Um, and when I go to the studio, I'm usually by myself because usually when people go with me, it's like a distraction unless I'm letting people hear what I've already done. But um, I'm trying to get into that where, you know, I can allow people to come to the studio because I know a lot of people, you know, make good music with people in the studio because they get ideas and bounce them off, of, you know, different people. So um, 
but yeah, right now it's just kind of typically, you know, just me in the studio or me by myself when I write. Gotcha, gotcha, man. Yeah, some people, some people need to be by themselves, and some people like to be around people. Man, it's just, it's just either you're introvert or you're extrovert. But definitely good to know, man. Um, another question I have for you is, um, you know, just I don't know how long. I think I heard you say you've been an artist for how long now? Uh, since twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen, about five years. Mm-hmm. So, in in those five years. Um, and you, you know, grown up seeing different artists in the game, in your opinion, in your personal opinion, what would you describe success? What is it? What does success look like as an artist? Um, in your opinion? Ooh, um, it's a great question. Um, me personally, um, if you had asked me this a couple of years ago when I first started, um, my answer would be totally different. Um, and I, I thank, thank God for music in my life because not only has it helped me grow um, with my artistry, but it's helped me grow being a man. Um, and I wanna say now my success is really just being able to be that voice um, for people that you know, may not be able to speak on things that they want to speak to, speak on, um, and then, you know, making an impact in the world, man, I feel like that's so important, um, and I feel like I'm walking on my purpose, um, so I feel like my goal has really just been, you know, being the best version of Denzel, and if music is helping me doing it, it's helping me do that, then, um, I'm going to continue to do it, um, so I've met, you know, people of different generations and I've both, I've touched people from different generations with my music and that alone can be, you know, success in itself. Um, you know, I've, I've had children that are younger than me, you know, look up to me and um, just as much as I've had older generations, you know, kind of be inspired by me to, you know, uh, I've heard, I've seen people cry to my music and, you know, I didn't take it as a negative. I took it as like, I touched somebody. Like I, 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 I got them to see another side of Denzel that I may not have, you know, um, shown, you know, because I feel like I've, I'm a very strong individual and music has helped me see that. And I've been through a lot and I feel like just people hearing my music and crying and, you know, this is success because I've, I've touched somebody like I've, made somebody feel me with my music and know that, you know, anything is possible if you keep God first and you you just be your authentic self. So um, that would be my level of success, like right now. Um, I don't care too much about materialistic stuff. Um, I do want to set myself up for my family in the future, though. That would be another thing, you know, something that I can pass on to my children. Um, and then my children's children, you know, I want to build generational wealth. So this is definitely on the, my to-do list with my success with my music. Oh, that's dope, Denzel. Um, you know, I, I I just, I like the fact that artists, you know, take pride in a, you know, you, you guys take time to, you know, study your craft and you sound like an artist that just, you know, you don't, you don't just rush through things. You know what I'm saying? You, you actually take your time and, and just listen to some of your songs. 
sounds like you, you know, you're very creative in putting your songs together. So, man, I just appreciate you for being intentional with your with your craft. You know what I'm saying? You have a you have a very unique um, ability, when, when, you know, with your music when it comes to connecting with the people. So just keep making that music, man. You got you got some pain music in there. I, I hear it. And, you know, I just man, I, I like good music when I hear it. And just when, when you know, when I turn your music on, it just takes me it's you got that rider music man you know you can pop it on and, and just ride out to it in the car you know it's it's anywhere music you know what i mean so keep going man you, you're doing your thing man you're doing a great job bill you got something for him yeah i definitely do brother uh thank you for that rip uh denzel man you know i want to spice it up a little bit man kind of just throw something man i wanted to do something different right on the spot just do something creative so i want to kind of ask a few questions and basically i want you to answer you know, I'm with it, I'm not with it, or I understand, right? So, you know, it's just, and I ask you, basically, I started off with, like, drill music. Either you you with it, you're not with it, or you understand it, and basically explain. So that'd be my first question, man. How do you feel about drill music? Uh, I understand it. Please explain, sir. Um. Uh... You know, I feel like each and every artist has their own story and what they've been through. Um, I also know that uh, some, you know, artists tend to follow the trend. Um, and, you know, um, so that's why I say I understand it. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like anybody should be looked at as less successful with their music, you know, depending on how they get, you know, get there. But I've always tried myself with, you know, just being my authentic self. Um, but I do understand, you know, drill music. Um, do I listen to it a lot? No. Um, but I understand it. Hmm. All right. Being in the streets or not being in the streets. You get it, you're against it, or you understand it. Um, I get it and I do understand it. Please explain. Um, I feel like um I was lost at some point in my life and I feel like quote unquote, the streets. Um, and I, I want to, uh, not use it in a, um, a vague sense when you say the streets, but specifics about the streets, I definitely was either around it or I've experienced it, um, during the time I was lost. Um, so I, I feel like each artist does have that, um, part in their life where they experience in, you know, the streets. Um, so yeah, that's my answer. And I'm gonna give you a last one. <laughs> a little controversial, but it's up to you, right? Kanye West. You with it, against him, or you understand it? Um definitely with him. Please explain. Um, I'm still, you know, uh, doing my research on what he says and I'm still um understanding where he's coming from. Um, but everything I know he said something on one of the interviews where he said, you know. Um, we're uh, disrespecting our women and, you know, it's like we're promoting to kill each other. And, you know, I'm not for that. You know, I'm, I'm for building each other up because um, I feel like we're a powerful people and we shouldn't be um, putting that stuff in the air and energy. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we're a powerful people and we could do anything on this world that we set our mind to. Um, and I feel like Kanye is just using his platform to speak on it. And it's rubbing people the wrong way because at the end of the day, some people are getting paid off of it, you know, type of energy or the type of music that's being put out. 
and it's not um you know just me personally i agree with them you know i feel like i'm glad that somebody is stepping up and changing the narrative you know what i'm saying and uh trying to push the positive things at the at the end of the day because um you have people that are contradictions you know that do music that degrade our women and you know such and such but then on the other hand it's like you kind of like going against it when you know you're doing stuff for the the uh, community and stuff and it, it just kind of don't make sense to me so um i definitely am agree with him 100 percent. and i have to just throw one more in there brother because you're just flowing with it and it just shows me on your level of uh just intelligence how you able to just keep up and just improvise the way you do and that's why i was able to do this this uh exercise with you so the last one would be social media you with it against it or you understand it please explain um i understand it um i feel like uh i am not a big huge social media social media person um but because i am an artist i feel like i have to be a part of the social media um so i do get it um it, it's definitely uh something that i'm still working on learning on how to just you know do more and um post more and stuff for that to get people to know me um but i get it you know it's a part of it's a part of the the career you know um now back in the day you know when we didn't have social media i feel like um you know the groundwork and all of the extra stuff that comes with music you know it was a lot of more footwork you know it's a lot easier now with social media so it's kind of a blessing and a curse um, because, you know, the social media can be a hindrance to people, too. Um, so I definitely think that I agree. Well, I don't think I definitely um, am for it, but more not for it because, you know, I'm just an introverted person. I don't really like to be seen. Um, so that's that's my take on it, Phil. Yeah, brother, I, I appreciate you, man. Um, as you was at the live show, it came down to you uh and lens to the future and it came down to a freestyle battle rap and you guys wasn't expecting that and the way you guys just handled it right it just showed to me that you guys have just the to me the spirit of doing music right because some people kind of quiver and not be prepared for that and not be able to execute and you guys did an amazing job man so you know hands clap to you man uh to definitely you know show you stood up and you was ready to hold your shit down you know what i mean so we really appreciate you doing that and, you, and also your performance was amazing we enjoyed your performance too man you're a good person good spirit we hung out after the show you hung out with the family came over to the airbnb and we just was able to vibe man you know we were a little tired but you know it's Even though y'all fell asleep man we yeah sleep. man right he's trying to act like they was vibing they was both sleep <laughs> we're supposed to play pool these folks sleep <laughs> I, I, I can't hey man listen I'm gonna tell you something, man. We put a lot of hours into making sure that show went on as smoothly as possible to the point where me, Rip, and Tarika slept on the couch. So the people who came in town to shoot the video had a bed to sleep in, bro. Like we dedicated everything we could to make sure you guys were safe. You had a great time, great experience, and we gave you what we said we was gonna do. So we just a great, we really appreciate you guys doing and having a great time, man. So thank you for that. Hey, Rip Tariq, if y'all got anything, jump in there, man. This boy is intelligent, man. He got a lot to talk about, man. This boy is ready to go. What's happening? I got one question, Denzel. Um, 
Who you are you dating anybody right now? What you doing? I wanna know. Uh no, I'm not dating nobody right now, Tariq. I'm trying to stay focused. Okay, I'm just asking. I just maybe thought some math changed. I ain't seen you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey Denzel, I was gonna say, uh, you got another, you got another single coming out, or you got any anything new coming out pretty soon? Yeah, uh, the second song I performed uh, at the show, um, that's gonna be my single um, for my album. I'm working on my album right now, um, so that'll be out before the end of the year. I'm still tightening up some vocals and stuff like that, and getting everything, uh, you know, worked out with, you know, the paperwork and everything like that. But yeah, um, I'm supposed to be dropping that probably before Christmas. So, um, yeah, y'all be on the lookout for that. It, it joint. Ooh, I got a good feeling about that joint. What's the name of it? Uh, it's called Our Time. My little cousin made the beat. And, you know, it's crazy because we made that song in less than an hour. Like, he made that beat in, like, 30 minutes, and I had, like, sat there and wrote to it. That was probably the fastest song I've ever written. Um, and me and my little cousin just got that chemistry. Like, we going to make some – probably going to be a lot more of – his beats on my album, but yeah, I got a good feeling about that joint. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's 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 what I wanted to know, man. I'm always anxious to uh, hear some new shit. You know what I mean? I check out all y'all current music, and you know, I, I keep y'all. I try to keep y'all streams going up. You know what I'm saying? Just from listening to you know all the different artists that we work with, and you know, that's one thing about working with us uh, at Aichi Media. You know, even even whatever show we put out, you know. And if it's dealing with music, you know, you guys continue to get promoted. You know what I'm saying? Even after the, the show is over with. So working with certain people and, and working with us, you know, it, it, you get you see the difference. You know what I'm saying? You continue to get promoted. You continue to get inspired. We're going to always, you know, let you guys know whatever it is that we know, you know, because we want you guys to go through an experience that's what this is. This this conversion is an experience that you'll never forget. And and that's what that's what happened to you, Denzel, at the ATL live show. You went through your conversion there. And so now we're here to talk about it, man. And and man, you on fire, man. Keep going, man. Yeah, I, I definitely appreciate that. The experience was definitely like and not even just the 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 show, just the people there that I met, you know, um when I met you and Bill and um, you know, I've already met Tarika before then, but, um, you know, it was just good. And then after the show, we went to go get some vegan food, like, and just chilling and hanging out in the car. Like, you know, that was dope. Like, and, and I, I promise you, like, when I left and came back, you know, back to Memphis from the show, I was like, damn, like, that was like something I'm going to never forget. Because um, it just told, it just showed a lot about me, you know, and what I was capable of doing. Because you know, I was like cutting yards and everything, trying to make it there. Like, make it barely had no money. You know what I'm saying? I basically, starting with zero dollars and having to pay for my plane ticket and have money to get around. And but I definitely like enjoyed it, and it was well worth it. Like all the hard work that I had put to get there. Like, um, and I want to say thank you for Mr. Rika too for you know sponsoring you know my ticket because she didn't have to do that. Um, so I, I'm definitely appreciative appreciative of you guys. No, nah, we're, we're really appreciative of you, man, especially with, you know, you, you supported us and bought one of our merchandise. You know what I'm saying? You, you bought one of our Bars Over Beef shirts. You know what I'm saying? So you're definitely a supporter, man. You're you're an artist. You're a good, you're all around good, good energy. You know what I'm saying? So we're just going to continue to pour into you as well. Denzel, we appreciate you, man. Uh, Ville, did you have anything else for him? 
Cause I, I, you know, I, I don't know if I want to call you Denzel, Denzel. You tell me, man. Which one is it, man? Which one is it? Is it Denzel or no. Denzel? It's it's cool. I let y'all slide. Y'all can call me. Denzel. I told them it was Denzel. They play too much. Yeah, it's cool. I let y'all slide. <laughs> hey, fam, this <laughs> this is the thing, right? Like this is the thing. I told Rip that Denzel Washington, the actor, his name is pronounced Denzel Washington. So he gets pissed off when people call him Denzel. And so I thought, I said, I mean, I know I asked Denzel, you know, from the from the show, you, you know, are you named after the actor? And you said, yeah. So I said, well, y'all, listen, it's really, you supposed to pronounce it Denzel, right? So, <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? That, that's what that shit is, man. You know what I mean? But, but, man, it's all love, bro, because, you know, you're just that type of person, man, when we see that you, uh, or just a canvas, right? You can create the music that I feel that I was hearing that you relate to the younger people. I think you say you're 29, is that correct, or 23? 29. 29, you know what I mean? So you got people who's listening to what you're saying and actually want to follow the actions of what you're doing. So when you're putting those things together, just understand somebody's watching you, right? And they're watching your steps and you're watching your mannerisms and they're really seeing how you moving around and doing your thing when you're on stage or even speaking to the internet. I don't know how much you are on social media. Um, a lot of us don't really like fucking with social media because we feel like we're telling strangers our business and mm-hmm. putting our vulnerability out there with people we don't know who they are, but they know who we are. That is a safety issue, I would think, dealing with certain you know, positions of business, in a sense. Yeah. But design the way social media is, does have a positive there is ways you can monetize, you know, and, and, and get people to know who you are and, and, you know, make your dreams come true. I mean, it's people in the room that's made that happen. So I get the other part too, man. So I feel you there, brother. It's just part of the game, but you know, being an entertainer, you are a public figure. So it's just something you got to get used to and put your personality out there more, let them know who you are so they can relate to you and give them that music, man. So they can vibe and we can share it, post on our websites, whatever we got going on. You know, we always going to shout out for you, brother. You was dope. You did a great time. You made it to the finals, man. You, you, you won, actually, but you, you tied with somebody, and it came down to a freestyle battle rap, dog. So I want to ask you, what thought process did you have when we said that was going down? What was you thinking at that moment, my brother? Um, Honestly, I know I didn't really show it, but I was definitely up there, like, especially when we did that freestyle, I was up there nervous, and I was like, oh, man, I don't know, like, you know, Lens is a like he did his thing. Shout out to Lens, like and shout out to all the other other artists and um all the other performers and uh, Ira. You know, um but yeah, I was definitely nervous, like um just being put on the spot. And you know, I feel like I handled it well. You know what I'm saying? But the whole thing that was going through my head was like, just don't think about it too much, Denzel. Just just be yourself and just let it flow. Um and it'll you know whatever happens happens. Um. So my whole mindset was just really just, you know, trying to get out of that nervous state and um, just being myself. And um, sometimes when I do perform and get in front of people, I'm too much in my head. You know, like I said, I'm an introverted, so I don't like really having a lot of attention and stuff. So um, I start having the mindset of, you know, I'm not doing this for me. You know, God want me to do this or this is what God has for my life. So I'm going to have to get used to this because. It ain't really me talking. It's just me talking. You know, I'm a vessel. You know, he's speaking through me. Um, so that's definitely what my mindset was, uh, you know, when I came to the finals. And I was anxious, you know. 
I was like, I don't know who gonna win. I really was like, I was like, I don't know who gonna win because Lens got some good music. I had some good music, like, um, but yeah, but I definitely like felt like you know I won in a sense of like, like I said, just it was just showing me who I was like and what I was capable of doing. You know, if I put my mind to something, I was able to do it. So definitely appreciate y'all for letting me step out of my comfort zone because that's what it's all about about growth, um, and getting out of our comfort zone. So. Thank you. That, hey man, hey, hey, Den, hey Denzel. I'm gonna call you what you want to be called, man. If you want to be called Denzel, it's Denzel. If you want to be called Denzel, it can be called Denzel. But hey, man, I'm gonna say this, brother. I appreciate everything you done brought to the table, man. And you definitely made us feel like we're at home. Uh, you feel like one of my relatives. You know what I'm saying? I definitely lived in Memphis for a hot second. You know what I'm saying? I stayed on uh, Lamar and Pendleton over there in Orange Mound. <clears throat> and uh yeah it was pretty it was pretty nice man memphis was pretty dope man so if it was one if it's one thing about your city man that you can leave us with what what would you say about memphis man i stayed there for a few months and i you know i got nothing but positive things to say about memphis man uh but what what would you say about memphis being that that's your city man where you from um what what can we remember about m town man tennessee <laughs> uh and this you you said you uh, stayed in the orange mount area and that's a lot of my uh heritage like my uh my family uh you know we were from orange mount but me and my mom we lived in raleigh most of our life and that's kind of like north memphis um but okay okay is that by germantown uh no germantown is like well i guess you can no nah, germantown is more like east memphis kind of um, that's like on the other side of town. Got you, got you. Uh-huh. But uh, I definitely would say, you know, Memphis is definitely a uh, a beautiful city, man. Uh, you know, good food. Um, you know, I feel like every city has its negatives. Um, but I, I, I definitely want to say Memphis is definitely on the rise. I feel like with, you know, definitely artistry, um, you know, with a lot of the big artists coming out of Memphis and doing their thing right now, it's putting a lot of... Um, lights on the city um uh, you know like finesse two times and gorilla and um uh, i forgot her name but she just got signed to qc but like it's like a lot of people that's you know just putting on for the city and it's just you know giving us that light that we need because memphis is definitely uh um you know just a, a i feel like could be up there with atlanta as far as music goes it's just the you know the divide and I'm just being transparent, you know, it's a lot of division in the city, you know, um, and we have a lot of different um, avenues of music or different vibes of music here in the city. Um, and I just feel like it just takes that one person in Memphis to, you know, kind of change everybody's mindset and bring everybody together and we could really take over the music game. Um, so I definitely love my city, you know. Um, I wouldn't change it for the world. I wouldn't change where I'm from for the world. Um, but yeah, Memphis is definitely dope. Um, I'm looking, you know, definitely want to get to that point where I can sew back into the city and, and in, into the community um, and give back. Um, and, you know, just build the city up because we just got so much potential here. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say about my city. I could speak endless about my city, but that's what I would say. That's what's up, man. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, that's how, that's what I needed to know, man. Uh, 
Vel, you got anything else for him? There's when once you uh once you find out that you wasn't moving on and becoming the winner of Bars of a Beef Live season one. Uh and again, you defended your title well as far as yourself, man, as an individual coming in the game. I don't think you did our season on Clubhouse, I don't think. And um I mean you just came right in like you like we you know, met you before, dog. It was just like family, you know what I mean? Really enjoyed your presence. So how did you feel after you didn't, you know, move on as the winner? Um, I definitely, you know, I was like, damn, I wish I could have won the equipment because I know you had asked me, you know, before the um, event even started, you know, would I pick the money or the equipment? And I definitely was like, dang, I wish I could have won the equipment. But um, like I've always been telling myself over the past couple months and um, even after I left uh, Little Rock and met Tarika for the first time, um, I've taken everything that has been negative and turned it into a positive. And though I may not have won, and I came back home and told my mom and, you know, told peers and stuff. And they was like, well, you might need to give up music because you went out, you did all that and then win. And I was like, no, nah, but I still won. Like, um, you know, I feel like I got, you know, a couple of new listeners. I got to meet some incredible people. And um, I posted this uh, quote under my picture um, that I posted. And it was like in billiards, you know, uh, success is when you handle something about success. Success is when you handle missed shots well. Um, and I feel like that like really stuck with me that weekend. And, you know, um, like I said, I did want that equipment, but you know what I'm saying? I just feel like it was just a, a learning experience and it, it was, you know, I needed to work a little harder. You know what I'm saying? To to win next time. And um but yeah, nothing in my head was negative, you know. Um it 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 was just a learning experience and um like I said, I got to meet some incredible people and I got to let people hear my music and hear my story. Um and you know, I feel like my presence, you know, just as well as everybody else's presence, because I feel like each and everybody that performed um were great. You know, when it came to the comedians and the artists and everybody in there, I feel like we were great in our own way. So I was even blessed to be in their presence. And I feel like everybody was blessed to be in my presence as well. So it was just just really, I just wasn't really focused on the, the loss. I was focused more on the experience and what I got out of it. Appreciate that response uh, because it's just real pure honesty, you know, to take it on the chin and keep moving, right? Because you could have took that a different way, you know, and we've had competitions where people did. They didn't really appreciate not being the winner and had some pushback. But it's that's what Bars of a Beef is about. It's about the experience and going through things that make you uncomfortable and taking you out of your comfort zone so you can sprout, so you can grow. And then now when it's time to come back or wherever you go after that, you're able to utilize that in any other situation, uh, dealing with you dealing with that same situation. So for me, man, adversity is what it is, negative or positive. So you did a great job. Uh, you know, we definitely want to talk to you on conversions and and just really see how you felt and vibe with you and get people to know who you was uh, and, and not just about the music. You know what I mean? Is there anything else that you wanted to share that you want us to hear uh, while we have these airways, man? I mean, we're on every podcast platform that we can be on and any other ones we'll be able to find out and put it on there 
as well. So you never know who will be listening to what you have to say. So while you have this microphone, while you have this platform, uh, is there something you would like to share with us and the worst of the world, my brother? Um, man, uh, I wouldn't be here without God. Um, I just, you know, it's, it's kind of speechless. Um, everything that I've been through, um, and I don't never take anything for granted. I, I, I used to, I, I think back now when I'm up writing my lyrics and, you know, random, uh, memories pop in my head about good, bad and stuff that I had never experienced that I would go through. But I feel like God has never like left me. I've always, like, he's always been there no matter what I've been through. Um, and I, I can praise him is like, I, I just, I just don't see like, I used to think all the time, like, why Denzel, why am I going through this? Cause I talk to myself a lot and and some people think it's crazy. I don't think it's crazy, but I talk to myself a lot and I just used to be like, why am I going through this? Like, why is this good person, you know, going through and experiencing all of this, you know, stuff and I'm being put around, um, you know, certain situations where I've never been before and, um, you know, being in, and, and I'm going to share this, you know what I'm saying? And, and this could kind of speak volume about how much I feel like God has always been with me. Um, 2017, I was homeless. Um, I was living in Chattanooga and um, my aunt died. Um, and obviously I couldn't make it home for the funeral because, you know, my money wasn't looking right and I couldn't make it. So, um, you know, I smoked to kind of, I guess, deal with the the pain or try to numb it. And in doing that, you know, I smoked in my car and I got arrested. Um, the car wasn't on um, and she charged me with DUI. So when I got to the precinct in Chattanooga, um, it was like 10 other people, I think, that were being booked in that night. And we were, you know, going up the elevator to go to our, um, you know, I guess the, uh, um, whatever they were placing us in our bunk or whatever. Uh, and out of those 10 people, when they were calling everybody's name out, um, they miss, I guess they either wrote down my name miss incorrectly or something, but I was supposed to be going in the same room that all of the rest of the people that were uh, arrested I was going to but I was the only one separated from those 10 people and I was put into a different pod that's the word I was looking for I was put into a different pod and when I didn't realize how uh spiritual that moment was for me um but when I got in that pod I sat there at that table and I was like thinking like Denzel you in jail bro like you've been raised by your mom you've never done anything that would put you here like why are you here and this guy came up to me and was like you know what you do you know what's your name blah blah blah. and he was like you don't look like you belong in here um and he got me one of his lawyers and he gave me gave me my phone gave me his lawyer's phone number and his lawyer was able to bum me out because i had just got paid for my job because i was still working at the time but I was living out of my car, so I had my money from my check in my car, in my glove compartment. And I told him, you know, I have the bum money. Can you just go get it from my car? And that moment alone just let me know, like, how much God has always been with me. Like, and 
you know, years passed. And I think back in it, I was like, God would separate me because I was, you know, and the way I felt like God was with me because that pod that everybody else went into, it was like one of the worst pods in the jail. Like it was with, you know, criminals like they had maybe committed, you know, felonies. And I was around people that was just like misdemeanors and stuff like that. And it was just amazing, like to know, like, everything happened for my, you know, for my growth. It wasn't to deteriorate or to bring me down. It made me stronger. Now, I never would experience, I never would have thought that I would have been to jail, but that experience alone just made me realize how blessed I am and how like cover he has covered me. Cause I've been in a lot of more situations where I feel like it could have ended worse, you know, and even going to Little Rock with Miss Tariku and meeting them for the first time. I didn't have a license, veil or rip. Um, I went, I drove down there on faith. I prayed, I got in that car. I was like, I'm finna go down here and support Miss Kitty and Tariku for their event. And I met some incredible people. I made a connection with a couple kids. A couple of them asked for my phone number. Um, you know, Guy has always been with me and I made it back home safely. Miss Kitty, you know, bought me dinner that night. Um, and I was kind of scared to let her do it cause you know, I didn't come, come there for that. I just came to support. You know what I'm saying? And just being around Miss Kitty and, you know, everybody loving on me for being myself. And we had a good time that night. Um, and, you know, I just feel like God has always been with me. Like, God is so amazing. Like, I just thank him. You know, I wouldn't be here. Like, it's several times I didn't want to be here no more. Like, I wanted to kill myself. Um, not having a dad and then seeing kids look up to me and wanting to be like me even them not knowing what I've been through or what I've done, like they just take me for who I am. And it's just, it just be making me emotional. Like God is, God is, I'm, I think I'm one of his favorites. I gotta say it. Like, I just think that I'm one of his favorites. Like, I just don't think that I wouldn't be here without him. Like I could say that all night. Like, I really don't think I would be here without him. And stuff like that makes me go keep going. You know, don't give up Denzel cause it's bigger than you. And it's bigger than what you think it could be. Um, and I'm going to leave on this note. Um, people have told me to, you know, give up and, you know, um, you don't need to be doing this. You've lost everything. You know, I just got evicted um, earlier this year. My apartment lost everything. And, um, you know, my mom and a couple other people's like, Denzel, like, this music ain't really giving you nothing, like, sustainable like you losing everything in this process like why what is it that keeps you going and i'm just like i don't care if it take me five ten years from now or tomorrow or next week like i don't care because it's bigger than me and i feel like if i were to go another way and try to figure out life on my own i wouldn't i wouldn't be here or i wouldn't be getting blessed the way i am and blessed i mean by meeting you guys and having opportunities like that. Um, so I said all that to say, like, you know, if you ain't, you know, speaking to everybody, like if you don't know God, you know, and if you don't have anybody to talk to, or if you need a listening ear, like I'm always there for people. Um, no matter what place in your life you at, I'm always listen to you. Cause I know how I feel and I have nobody to listen to. Um, and people tell me, Denzel, you, you care too much about other people. Like you need to be selfish and think about, and it's hard to do. Like 
even when we were in Atlanta and I saw that guy on the floor and I got him, you know, I gave him my food and went in the Like, I just hate seeing people like, and I think that's why I went through that stuff because I can be a vessel and I can relate to somebody that may not have nothing to eat or nowhere to go. Um, so everything in my life has been for me to be a better person and to be a vessel for him. Um, so I just want to say that, like, I appreciate everything that God has done in my life. Um, and it's made me who I am. And I wouldn't ask for, I wouldn't ask to be nobody else on this earth, but Denzel Washington. Um, so it's, that's what I wanted to say. So I appreciate you letting me share that. Uh, Denzel, man, I tell you, man, if, if I didn't believe in God, brother, you would definitely want me to make me want to research my brother and see who that person is that made you feel so motivated and so inspired, so encouraged to have this form of belief, uh, not only in the sounds of a higher power, but also in yourself. So, uh, Tariqa, I would love for you to jump in right now. If you can, you know, dive in on my brother, you know, he's anointment going on right now. <laughs> Tariqa, what's happening? Yeah. Um, one thing I will say is that the best thing is to have personal motivation in everything that you're doing. And, um, one thing I do know that you have, Denzel, that a lot of people don't have is resilience. Um, when you speak, uh, Kiki wanted me to tell you that it was motivating. She said she wanted me to tell you that before she went to bed. But um, it is motivating to hear you speak, and you have resilience. And um, I know you've been through a lot. And um, to be a black man in America in 2022, I know there's not a day that doesn't go by where you try to figure out how to process everything that you're experiencing. So nobody has told you this. I'm going to tell you today that you're doing a damn good job at it. And um, I'm super proud of you for just, you know, showing up anyways, you know, because that's important. And um, I love the accountability that you have for yourself. And um, you keep telling everybody else thank you, but I want you to thank yourself first because we wouldn't even know what you had in you had you not decided to walk in your purpose and not look back. You just say you're never going to stop. You're never going to give up. And that's very important because so many people get started and so many people are almost there and they give up. And I, I truly honor and uh, believe that through whatever efforts you continue to put in, you are going to have what God says is for you because it's inevitable uh, when somebody has the dedication and the mindset to push I know that to be true because I got that same type of drive. So I just thank God that us 90s babies, you know, we we doing our thing. I was born in 92. So, you know, oh you're, you're, you're a year after Come me. On. I had to speak up. Be quiet, Bill. Y'all was in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Crack babies. <laughs> so I'm proud of you, Denzel. Keep pushing. We're going to show them what it is. You know, the millennials, we really went in. And so I'm speaking for... All millennials right now, um, we got a we got a we got a we got a new Denzel Washington in the building and he don't make movies yet. I'ma just say that. <laughs> so shout out to you, Denzel. Um, I'm so proud of you for making um, you know, making it um to Atlanta and being a part of the bars of a beef live in Atlanta. It was really, really dope. You did really, really well. And um that was just the first experience. I know God has many, many more for you, and you keep pushing because Yes, these kids, they really, really do love you, man. I'm telling you, because my kids, they know when they hear your voice, that's Denzel? Is that Denzel? They know. So um, 
I like to think that um, you're going to be a great leader for these children in the world right now. You just keep going and watch what God do. So, yeah, that's all I got. Rip, I know you got something to say on that, brother. Ah, uh, man, Den Denzel, man, you you doing your thing, brother, man. I was, hey, he's uh he's a very open-minded person, and you know, I like everything he's doing, and you know, you all I all I want to really say is just just keep moving forward, man, like you're doing, man, because we don't believe in rearview mirrors. You know what I'm saying? We just keep we keep the forward motion going, man. Um, so anything we got going on, we definitely gonna keep you in the loop about it. Um, see if you're able to make it, cause I I know Memphis ain't that. How, how far of a drive is that? You said when you can uh, to Atlanta? It's like four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's cool. That's cool, man. So I definitely keep you in the loop, man. When we got some, uh, when we got our other shows going on, anything else we got going on and coming up. Um, so we'll keep you in the loop uh, well in advance, man. So you can plan ahead and make sure you um, got everything prepared and ready, man. But yeah, that, that's all I got, Bill, man. I just, man, I'm, I'm loving it, man. I don't want to keep them too much, man. I know it's coming to a closure. I mean, brother, listen, man, uh, I just got to say, you know, the soul is probably one of the hardest fighters that we ever hear of, right? They come in this world blind, dumb, stupid, brain dead, male, female, gay, black, white, Asian. They don't care. The soul wants a human experience, dog. And what I've heard from Denzel tonight is that's exactly what he wants. He wants to get some mostly positive human experience he can have. And he's going to constantly keep fighting to have it. So we really appreciate it a soul like yours and the energy you brought to this room, my brother, uh, to say what you have said, because I felt like you needed to have the floor to get it out. So thank you for everything that you career, how you're going. Uh, we're going to continue to follow you, follow you, support you and everything of that nature, brother. So all your endeavors and everything that you got going on, let us know. We're going to support you. We always here for you. Anybody that's dealt with bars with beef and conversions, they know what it is, man. Aachi Media, we've always built stages for other people because we felt like what we went through, you understand? We want to try to push those hurdles and those burdens out of the way for you guys to have a clean slate and straight direction to, you know, having what you want, monetization, and total independence and control of your career. You know what I mean? So that's how we look at it. So, again, man, I appreciate you being here, man. If you want to leave us with a quote, anything like that, if Tariki don't have anything, man, we got two minutes. Let's get it. I'll go ahead. Tell I was you. just gonna say, shout out to the millennials and thank thank you for um you guys for opening the doors for us. Denzel, this is our time. I'm just playing. I love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you better stop hating all these '80s babies. You understand me, huh? What's up, man? Rip, what you talking about? <laughs> Just trying to give you a little part of my story right now, like. <laughs> you see it through my eyes. Rapping turn my gloomy days to some sunny skies. I sat back in deep thought and I started to realize the fake hidden was real, so they'll play the skies. <laughs> you see it through my eyes. Denzel Washington. To some sunny skies. Memphis, Tennessee. So that play the skies. Uh, 
just talk to God like why all these problems? He replied, that cell just open up, son, and I follow It's kind of hard to explain because it's so much on my noggin. I'm sorry, God, but these problems turn me into an alcoholic. Look, I try to numb the pain, but I can't shake it. I'm running from my demons, I can't escape it. If it's genuinely real shit, you gotta taste it. Trying to find a lane, trying to find my placement. Couch is nasty, the bottom floor, I lived up in the basement. You gotta be mentally strong to make it out here. Anxiety, depression, never thought that it would live here. Have you ever cried alone, hoping someone will hear? It ain't gonna do me no good, cause ain't nobody catching my tears. Huh? Book is filled with water and salt, my life ain't been sweet. Donated plasma, there's a time to get something to eat. Look like a bone in my lowest, I ain't have a place to sleep. Because of his amazing grace, he got me right on my feet. Forever grateful to still be here, the storms that made me cry. Suicidal thoughts, I used to wonder what if I died. If someone asked if I was okay, I usually lie. Rapping turn my gloomy days to some sunny skies. I sit back and deep though, and I start to realize the fake hitter was real, so they'll play in the skies. You see it through my eyes. A rapping turn my gloomy days to some sunny skies. I sit back and deep though, and I start to realize the fake hitter was real, so they'll play in the skies. Uh, my luck was one of my favorite pastimes, eating and laughing, doing what I'm supposed to do. Ain't nobody yeah, Denzel, man, I appreciate you, brother. Appreciate that, man. LP, man. Appreciate you, man. LP. Man, I appreciate y'all, man. Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm speechless, bro. You know, it, it really be uh, making me emotional. Uh, just, I don't know, man. You know, I can go on and on, but I'm going to just leave it as, like, it ain't nothing but God, man. I People tell me to take credit because I put in the footwork, but Man, it, I I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. So, um, man, glory glory to him, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Um, and um, I'm 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 just speechless, man. I'm I'm really speechless. Like, <laughs> y'all, like I'm laughing, but it's laughing because like I don't, you know, I ain't want to be here, y'all. I'm still here, like I'm still here, like in my right mind and still. You know what I'm saying? All the hurt, the the family not accepting me, like um, being a black sheep. You know, my dad committing suicide, my cousin on my dad's side committing suicide, and had, having that narrative. You know, seeing my dad for the first time in the casket, like that still traumatized me to this day. Um, it's just a lot, man, and you know, like it's nothing but God, man. So um, I just want to appreciate y'all from the bottom of my heart you know, uh, and just listening to me, you know, I didn't get that a lot being a kid, you know, and you just listening to me and appreciating what I'm saying. Um, I really appreciate y'all for real. Um, I'm not going to cry. You know, I, I'm, I'm very much appreciative of you guys. Just want y'all to know. Man, we appreciate you, brother. You know, uh, as I said, man, about the soul, want to have that human experience, man. It's always going to fight for you to stay here, be here, and be here as long as you possibly can. You understand? And so when you're going through these experiences, you're teaching yourself and your soul, giving that opportunity to learn something new and experience that human experience 
whether that be positive or negative. The whole thing is how you respond to it. It's how you respond to it. We're always going to go through it to get to it. There's nothing around it. No matter how many levels you want to skip and how many ways you want to try to go around the corner, you're always going to come back where you started if you don't learn nothing from where you went, went through your journey, brother. You always got to know where you come from, right? But when you're going out there, take those experiences, man, and don't always look at it as, oh, it's a situation where I got to respond in a way where I got to, you know, feel like I don't want to be here no more because I can't tell nobody how to respond to it because I can't teach my kid, hey, you know, do this, do that. I can't be there for the experience. They got to go through that by themselves. And I want to be there on the other side standing like, hey, you good now? You get it. When that emotion hits you and hits you in your chest and hits you in your stomach, you got to take that and let it just go through. Right? Because that's what it's about, the experience. And to be there to experience it again. The strong gonna survive, bro. And that's a fact. A lot of people went out through COVID and different things and I lost family members and things of that nature. And it puts you in a situation where you're like, well, okay, what the fuck is next? But then you fight it like I'm ready for next. Whether that be positive or negative, I'm ready for next. But be here for next. You don't know what next gonna be. Because that negative you just had, that next can be a positive. You understand? So we don't know what that's coming. But plan your future, my brother. Keep doing what you're doing. Make your mark. Manifest what you want. Say what you want to do and do it. Because if you really want to let leave back then, you would have been gone. You're still here for a reason, fam. So exercise that. That's just my opinion. Again, man, I appreciate you being here, bro. Be careful. You know what I'm saying? And be patient. Because another day is coming as long as you're waking up. Hey, Tariq, if you got anything, Rip, I'm cool. Denzel, if you got anything, bro, we can wrap it up, man. But it's been an amazing show. Thank you. You made our podcast come to life tonight, brother. So I appreciate you being here again, man. This is Conversion, AIT Media. Anybody else? Shout out to AIT Media. Yes, sir. My God, my God, Denzel, man. Shout out to Denzel, man. Grinding on the grind, man, from Memphis, Tennessee. He's a bars over beef performer. He's a Memphis, Tennessee representer. You know what I'm saying? He came all the way from Memphis to Atlanta. He went all the way back from Atlanta to Memphis. And he did his thing. You know what I'm saying? He freestyled. He came down here, played his music, performed his music. You know what I'm saying? Sat in the car, chopped it up about his music. Uh, had a few interviews while he was down here in Atlanta. Saw some things, ate some good food. Man, had a great experience. He had a gr- he had a great conversion, I will say. Um, and so, right now he sounds fully converted. Uh, so yeah, man, I just want to leave him with that, man. I-, I appreciate you, Denzel. Hey, this is Archie Media Conversions, live with Denzel Washington. We out of here. Y'all have a good night. Thank you for everybody for coming.